What is it about a woman being unapologetic about her dreams and her drive, operating in excellence and having high standards that people find so intimidating? Don't wilt, sis. Bloom with opulence anyway. Welcome to the Crowned Opulence Podcast with me, Cassandra Alexis. I am a marketing strategist, coach, and consultant, and the CEO of Opulent Outcomes Coaching and Consulting, but you can call me your Chief Empowerment Officer. On Sundays, we talk about the hard, messy, embarrassing, yet necessary things that we don't often talk about enough with each other as a Black woman. You know, those things we think we're the only ones experiencing, so we don't share them for fear of being judged just like you would at Sunday brunch with your girls. And yes, the mimosas are included on each episode. I'll let you in on a secret. You're not alone. We are our sister's keeper in the crowned opulent society. Then on Wednesdays, we'll talk business and goal crushing. I'll help you get the outcomes that you desire in life and business by showing you how to silence self-doubt, tune out the naysayers, Optimize your assets, own your opulence, and market your value. Sis, it's your time to be unapologetically opulent, and we're here for you. Let's get to it. Are you the bougie friend? Yeah, me too. Hey, bougie friend. But can we get real for a minute? What is bougie anyway? Where did it come from? Are we the only ones that use this word? These are questions that I needed answers to. So me being me, I went and investigated. The word bougie is actually a real word, not just urban slang. It comes from the French word. Now listen, before I pronounce this word, y'all know I don't speak French. But it comes from the French word Bourgeoisie, which means middle-class status. For all y'all French speakers, forgive me if I butchered how that's pronounced. According to dictionary.com, it means a characteristic of a person who indulges in some of the luxuries and comforts of a fancy lifestyle. The characteristics of a person who aspires to the upper middle class, yet we in Black culture use it as a way to take a jab at others, usually other Black women. But here's the truth. Who wants to be broke and worried about how to pay bills? Who wouldn't want the freedom and the ability to live the life they desire? What this looks like from person to person will vary. When asking women of different races what it means, most of them that I talked to had never even heard of the word, let alone what it meant. I have been the bougie friend my entire life. For a while, it used to bother me because it was a jab until I came to understand what it meant and where it was coming from. It was the result of the fact that I had set a quality and standard of living for myself, what I allowed around me and the things that I did. If you know me personally, you know that I have expensive taste and have high standards for myself. My mindset is on operating from a place of excellence in all that I do. 
I value quality instead of taking the cheap route and having to keep repurchasing things when they break. Last season, my mommy, yes, she is, has always, and will always be mommy to me, along with fellow podcaster, Joy Disaro. Check out her podcast, The Retirepreneur, on your favorite podcasting platforms, and her daughter, Joy, talk about this in the Redefining Bougie episode. Bougie is not a word that any of us like because of how it's used in our culture. In the Redefining Bougie episode, the four of us define bougie as a person that has high standards. When you set the bar high for yourself, each time you clear it, you move higher and higher. You tend to have a mindset focused on growth, improvement, and are driven, ambitious, curious, and think outside of the norm. Those things also tend to put you in different circles that help you to continue to advance, grow, build, and it increases your access. When your access increases, be it in knowledge, people, opportunities, financial gains, etc., that causes you to move differently, think differently, do differently. This is often where the labels of being bougie enter. Part of doing that is knowing what you want. So often we have been made to think that we have to choose between a successful career, family, friends, travel, and more. We are made to think that we have to work 10 times harder to get ahead and be successful. I guess that depends on how you define success and whom you are looking to give it to you. We have been made to think for generations that we have to be all things to all people all the time, forgetting about ourselves. I remember sitting in a meeting one day that was meant to start a conversation on Black and white women working together. The moderator of the group was a Black woman about my age, and she shared how her friends and family would often make comments about how she wore her hair, the fact that she didn't drink Moscato, the way that she talked. You know what I'm talking about. One of her family members even asked if she liked being Black. She also shared how earlier in her career, she felt she didn't fit in with her colleagues, the vacations they took, the wines they drank, etc. To enable her to be able to have certain conversations and fit in more at work, she went on vacation to certain locations, adapted her palate to more sophisticated wines and more. As I heard her talk, I was like, finally, someone gets it. The adjustments that we make may vary, but if you are Black, especially a Black woman in corporate America, you are probably all too familiar with this. This world has done its best to put Black women into a box. Our beauty has been challenged and yet copied. Our passions, drive, intelligence, and resilience have earned us the title of angry. Our strength, drive, and ambitions have created titles of too independent or intimidating and have led to too many amazing women having to be both mommy and daddy and spent way too much time being single that didn't want to. We have been demeaned, torn down by the men that were meant to protect us. We have given our sisters more cuts and bruises to the point that when you see Black women working together and supporting each other, it's a shock. I personally happen to prefer the word opulent over bougie. Not only do I like the word more, 
I like the meaning of the word more. To be honest, until I started creating the podcast, opulent wasn't a word that was part of my everyday vocabulary. So if you're like me, let me share a little bit about what the word means and its literal definition. The definition of the word opulent means abundance, plentiful, richly supplied, having wealth. It's grand, big, not easily obtained, and it's certainly not common. For me, opulence represents those things and more. It's excellence, luxury, quality, freedom, and it's personal. It's a lifestyle, a mentality, a state of being. Opulence doesn't ask for permission to make room for it. It makes its own room. Being unapologetically opulent is giving yourself permission to be all the things that society says we aren't as Black women. It's owning our value, leveling up our standards, walking in excellence, choosing our paths, creating our own tables when needed, and determining who gets an invitation to sit there unapologetically. Crowned opulence is about being unapologetic in your quest for the finer things in life, to be the best you can be, a belief that you can have it all, doing the work to get it, and helping each other along the journey. This goes beyond having a bunch of money. Yes, that is hashtag goals for me. Listen, I am unapologetic about my quest to be rich and live abundantly. But can we talk about that for a second? What is it with us acting like wealth is a bad thing? Like I said before, who wants to be broke? Listen, when toilet paper cost something stupid last year, those that had money were able to make sure their families had what they needed to be safe and secure as much as possible during this pandemic, while others were at the grocery store fighting over the last pack of toilet paper. I shared a meme the other day on my personal Facebook page that said, normalize Black women living in luxury and not calling them bougie for it. This is a mentality that as a society, we must change, which I am on a mission to do so with my podcast and business. But wealth, abundance, and being rich to me goes far beyond the financial aspect. It's inclusive of love, happiness, good health, and decadent experiences. Ladies, listen, we are already all of this, and I don't care how much money is in your bank account. Since the beginning of our time in this country, we have watched our men be beaten, sodomized, then sold off, leaving us to raise our children and masses, fighting off his advances to become the most educated group of people in this country. According to an article on Forbes.com entitled, Black women were among the fastest growing entrepreneurs when COVID arrived. Black women represent 42% of new women-owned businesses and 36% of all Black-owned employer businesses. We have done this often growing up in a single-parent home, being single parents ourselves, growing up in poverty, dealing with systemic racism, doing everything possible to hold us back, denied opportunities that we had earned, forced to code switch and make our counterparts in corporate America feel less intimidated or label our passionate anger while being told we are too independent or too much or labeled the bougie friend at home. But as Maya Angelou said, still I rise, 
and we have. Our full lips, hips, butts, and melanated skin are often copied by others, yet we don't populate the top of the Google search for beautiful women. I personally think the world would feel a lot more comfortable if we took all of our Black girl magic, went somewhere and sat in the corner and shriveled up into the angry, drama-filled reality TV star personalities that they want us to be. But don't you dare. Are they intimidated by us? Of course. Kind of like sometimes doctors and lawyers are intimidating. It's nothing wrong with them. They went to school longer, know certain things that many of us don't, and often can talk above our heads. That's not their fault. It represents our own insecurities with the fact that we may not know what the heck they're talking about, which may make us feel a little more vulnerable than we would like. It's the same about us. I was once told by a white colleague that some people think I'm intimidating. When I talked to one of my mentors about it, who was the head of the department, she said, you are intimidating to them. When she said this, I had a look of confusion on my face that she picked up on. What she said stuck with me though. She said, you are intimidating because you know more. They don't know or understand marketing the way that you do, nor are they as confident about what they know. It doesn't come as easy to them as it does to you. The response in my head was, that's my problem. How? The truth is, how often do you hear other wealthy people call each other bougie, stuck up, or hear how they have changed and think they are better than their family and friends? How often do you think doctors go for a doctor's visit and feel their doctor is intimidating? In fact, they are probably trying to tell the doctor what to do in diagnosing themselves. I said all that to say, the world needs all your magic. It needs your drive, your ambition, your standards of excellence and quality that has made us the most educated. It is what has allowed us to break generational curses and build legacies. It is why most kids today won't know a world in which a black man and woman are the most powerful people in the world. The world needs more of us in positions to make room for more of us in rooms with us. It needs more tables of our own that we have created instead of begging to be chosen to be invited to someone else's table. Our daughters, nieces, goddaughters need more examples of what is possible and available to them. If no one has ever told you, let me tell you, your intelligence Drive, ambition, and independence isn't intimidating, at least not to the right people. It's phenomenal. Your high standards, desire for quality, appreciation for the finer things in life isn't being bougie. It's opulence. We have done the damn thing. We are doing the damn thing. So fix your crown. When you see the world trying to knock off another woman's crown, Help her fix hers too, because one day it may just be you. Be your unapologetically opulent self. Thank you so much for joining this week's conversation on the Crowned Opulence podcast. I hope you heard something that inspired you, made you laugh, or simply helped you to feel like you weren't alone in this thing called adulting. 
If you like the show, leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean so much to me and it helps the show. To continue this conversation, connect with us on the Crowned Opulence IG and Facebook pages. If you would like to have your favorite mimosa featured as part of the Mimosa of the Week, submit your recipe on crownedopulencepodcast.com. And while you're there, tell me what you would like to talk about on upcoming episodes. Ladies, do something this week to polish another queen's crown. You aren't everyone's glass of champagne and everyone isn't yours. Only those select few are privileged to enjoy you. See you next week.